Hello and welcome to the first episode of Chino and the Hills. I'm your host, Thomas Ryan. The aim of this podcast is for you, the listener or viewer, to get to know people who work and or live in Chino and Chino Hills. I intend to sit down with people from all walks of life, from small business owners, public officials, community organizers, and common citizens. Ultimately, we will become better acquainted with our neighbors while learning about the events and organizations they're involved in. With that being said, welcome to Chino and the Hills. Today, for the first episode, I will be sitting down with Denise Barr, a longtime Chino Hills resident and the original creator of the Facebook group Chino Hills Connections. We'll talk community, family, and even her favorite restaurants. Enjoy! Hello and welcome. Yes, this is the first episode of Chino and the Hills, and I'm fortunate to have my first guest here, Denise Barr. Welcome. Thank you for inviting me. Thank you so much for being here. Yeah, it's going to be quite a journey. We're here sitting in Roscoe's right now, and um, we're going to have some background noise from chairs moving and cases of deli meat and beers being dropped in, but uh, we'll bear with it. So we'll just get right into the questions. How about that? So first off, how about you just tell us kind of who you are, where you grew up, which kind of your origin story, and ultimately how you ended up in Chief Hills. Ah, that's, those are all good questions. Very great questions. Well, my name is Denise Barr. Um, I have lived in Chino Hills since 2001. Um, I grew up, I was born and raised in Whittier. Well, I was born in Monrata, raised in Whittier, California and went to school there until I was in sixth grade. My family ended up moving to Aurora, Colorado. It's a very fun word to say, Aurora. Um, where I was there until I was 16, and at that point my parents had a divorce. So my dad and I decided we're gonna go back to California where my family is. Um, and I really wanted to move back to the same city I grew up in, just so it would be an easier transition. Yeah. Everything. So we went, I went back to the same high school that I would have gone to had I never moved. Um, and at that point, um, I had, I worked with the computer and Baskin-Robbins. Number one. <laughs> <laughs> <Whoop>. <laughs> uh, I worked at the movie and um, attended Lucerna High School. And um, I, I honestly didn't ever think I was going to go to college. I always wanted to be a police officer. Um, but I... You'd be too nice. I, yeah, and I get scared a lot. You can, like, come up behind me and go, poo, and I'm like, I mean, that would not be good if I had a gun in my hand. So, yeah, I, I don't know. Plus, I had knee surgery, and so I tried. I, I tried out for several different departments, and I would make everything up until that final physical, and then they'd be like, yeah, no, sorry. So I didn't really know what I was going to do with my life, um, but I, I did end up putting myself in college. And, Where'd you go? Um, I started off at Fullerton Junior College. Now, this is coming from someone whose parents never ever talked about college. Right, right. None of us in my family ever went to college. Um, I think there was chatter in my family, not necessarily directly to me, but you know, as a kid, you know what people are saying about you. I'm pretty sure my family thought I was going to be barefoot and pregnant and, you know, <laughs> drop out of high school. Um, and I didn't get that great of grades in, in high school. I actually had some learning disabilities. So for me, high school was very difficult. Um, but somehow I grew out of it and I, I went to college. And um, after realizing I was not going to be a police officer, I had to figure out what I wanted to do in life. And I realized I love to talk. Love no way. to talk. <laughs> so I um, went into the broadcast journalism okay. um, department yeah. and uh, I transferred over to Cal State Fullerton. And 
at that time, I actually got a job with the Capital Group. I don't know if you've ever heard of them. Sounds familiar. It's their, their little tagline is, we're the largest financial um, company that you will never see advertised. Got it. Which was great. And when I was there, they actually paid for me to go to college. Wow. So I finished up Cal State Fullerton my last two years, getting my college paid for by the company I work for. Um, finished up broadcast journalism and um, never did anything with it because my husband and I got pregnant, had our first kid, and I decided to stay home. <laughs> so um, we have lived in Anaheim Hills. I've been married since 1999, and we lived in Anaheim Hills, but it was time for us to start thinking about a family. And um, all of his, his police officer, all of his police officer friends were moving out to Chino Hills. It was like police and fire. Right. And I remember we came out at night once, and um, we, were, we were here at night, but we fell in love with the city. And so we made, um, every weekend after that, a weekend where we would go, we just look around and right. try to figure out which area of Chino Hills we wanted to live in. And what year was this again? 2001. Oh, okay. Yeah. So um, we, we settled over by Alcara Park, where there's the Albertsons down there. They had, um, I think they started getting Chino Hills High. They just finished Wickman, so we're like strategically planning yeah, ourselves. Yeah. yeah. We have a cul-de-sac. We've got, the, at the time, they didn't have the houses off of straight, you know, um, off of Highview or Bunview. Those weren't there. Yeah. So in the morning when we'd wake up, we'd hear house, of course, it's galloping yeah. on the hills yeah. above us. And we're like, oh, my God. You know, it's like the hills are alive. Yeah. For a while. <laughs> For like two months. <laughs> then they started developing. But um, we, we strategically planned ourselves. So new elementary school, you know, junior high was not too far away, brand new high school, close to the freeway. We loved our Albertsons. It was, yeah. we were like, oh, we're in a small town. Yeah, yeah. And, um, and yeah, we, we we just ended up living here. But as soon as I moved here, I worked for a few months, got pregnant, worked all the way up until I went into labor, yeah. and then stayed at home and tried to have, have to figure out what I was going to do to figure out my community. And, you know, yeah. That's, that's not how I got here today. It's good for you. Almost 20 years. So, <laughs> <laughs> you have to put it in perspective like that. Yes, it is. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Thank you for that. <laughs> I still feel like I'm 26. <laughs> well, you've, you've been in the community for almost 20 years. What, what is it? Um, what do you do in the community? How are you involved? Kind of what? So, any organizations or businesses you're involved with? Yeah, that, that all kind of. That kind of just happened. Um, I remember I was sitting at home one day. My my youngest, I have three boys. My youngest was two. He was two, and he was napping. And I remember I was um, trying to think of if I ever needed a plumber. What am I going to do? We don't really have the yellow pages anymore. You can go online, but how do you know who's a reputable plumber, right? And I had just had a screen door company come to my house, make the back screen door to my house, like in my front yard, right. and put it there. I thought it was so cool this guy came with this, this um, truck. And so I remember sitting in our office. It was a shared office at the time. It's not anymore. Home. At home. Home office. At home. My home office. Um, where I did nothing as a stay-at-home mom and played, uh, you know, Facebook games. Like Farmville and Facebook. That's the time. Um, but I was sitting on Facebook and I thought, how am I going to let everybody know about this amazing screen door guy right. that just came. Yeah. Everybody needs to know about this, but then I thought, you know, my Colorado friends aren't going to get a right. Neither are my Whittier friends. Yeah. And then I remembered that someone had created a Facebook group for our theater um, employees. Okay. Yeah. I was like, oh, I could create a Facebook group. 
and I can just throw all my friends into a room in there and just kind of have it be like a local Facebook page. Yeah. And so I did that, and I don't remember if there was another name. I think there was, but I ended up settling on Chino Hills Connections. And um, as I'm building this group, I'm thinking, this would be great. Everybody can share what's going on in the city. You know, I know we get that little city pamphlet, but, you know, people in the city can share what's going on, and, and I can ask who their favorite plumber is or electrician, and I think people get good, honest results. And um, I remember the group started to get bigger and bigger, and when um, the, the BAPS um, came up, there was a situation where people were calling at the sandcastle and they didn't like it and so on and so forth. It caused a lot of drama. Um, and that's when I realized, oh my gosh, this group that I kind of abandoned for a little while because I didn't, I, I just let it run just on let it go, right. Yeah. yeah. Um, well, I realized, oh my gosh, this actually needs to be monitored. So I really started monitoring it. And a lot of the people in the city loved the group. They wanted to have some big party. And, you know, being the administrator of the group, obviously I had to put something together. And I remember at one point, some guy, his name was Peter Rogers, his name is still Peter Rogers, <laughs> put in the thread, why don't you guys use McCoy's Equestrian Center? And I responded back to him in a kind of, um, not snotty, but like funny snotty right. way. Oh, well, he's going to pay for that, Peter. You know? Because yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm like, I can't pay right. for that. Yeah, yeah. And I remember once I was like, no, I'll go look at McCoy's. So I went into McCoy's and I turned around and looked on the wall and there was Peter Rogers, mayor. And I was like, oh. well, I guess I just met the mayor. So you know, I actually became very good friends. And through creating this group, I know that it's kind of like a leading into your question. Yeah. But through this group, I've met so many people who have wonderful foundations. Um, I got involved with Let It Be. Uh, so two of my sons were actually a part of it. One had to back out because he's an actor and it's too much for him. But we do a lot of stuff with Let It Be. Um, Chino Community House, um, we've helped with things like that. And I've, I've learned of Isaiah's Rock through this. And um, Veronica Kibble, uh, every Christmas, lets turkeys right. and you know, the socks and everything. So I've helped out with that as well. And it just, it, I, I think that group was a blessing for our community. It, it could go both ways. It's a blessing and it's also a pain in my butt sometimes. But it has brought so many people together and I think um, I think our community is stronger because of social media. I think um, I've been part of it for a long time yeah. um, and I think it definitely went through a phase where <laughs> there was a lot of drama and just unnecessary yeah. stuff and yeah. you find that online. But I think once it was moderated and it got, we got through past it. I feel We're like, a you know, stage. Yeah. And, I, and which, I, you know, I thought, okay, maybe this, this might kind of detract mm -hmm. from future, uh, you know, people using it. But then I think it just kind of got past that. Yeah. And I feel like, you know, of course you're going to get this every, every now and then, but I feel like overall it's been a pretty great community and the funny thing is, I've, I've had people um, meet me and, and ask me, so why did you start that? I heard it's because you wanted to be mayor. I heard it's because you had a political agenda. Yeah. If you know me, I am the least political person out there. It drives my husband crazy. Yeah. He's very political, and I'm so not. I really don't like to watch the news. I like to keep things around me very positive um, due to some health issues that I had. I, I don't like to stress out. Yeah. So everything, I like to smell the roses. Yeah. 
And so um, that's how I like that group to run, too. And I think that's why it's been successful. It's, been it's just genuine. You know, yeah. the start of it was just genuine. Like, yeah, I just wanted to just share a positive people. review yes. on, on a yeah. screen door. And, I thought we could all perpetuate help it. it. Yeah. And yeah. that's what I love. So honest, honest promotions, honest reviews. Um, you know, and, and one thing, I, I know a lot of people don't like this, but I don't allow bachelor businesses right. or are putting bad reviews in there because you just never know. It could be somebody who's just a pain in the butt. Yeah. And and they just want to put that business down because they feel like they were treated poorly. If they really weren't. So I can't moderate that. I can't let that moderate that. So I just, you know, will will guide people to go to yeah, yeah. to do something yeah. like that. Because that way the business can, you know, at least come back on that. It's it's hard to trust one bad review, but yeah. a thousand positive reviews you can Exactly. Trust that. So you mentioned your your kids. Yes. Um, what are there? Are they involved in the community and sports? And yeah. Actually, my oldest is now 16, driving. Thank goodness. Um, that really helps us out a lot. And um, from a very young age, I've always wanted my kids to know that you know we're very lucky where we live, the community we live in. But there are also other people out there that are not so lucky. So um, I might not necessarily drive out to LA to do things, but um, every time we have a chance, um, I make sure that all three of my boys will go help at Isaiah's Rock or um, God's Pantry, uh, anything where we can we can get back to the community sure. at times. Um, when David was old enough, my oldest, he's a 16 year old, um, I had him. Uh, put an application into the Let It Be Foundation, and he was accepted as one of their junior advisors, junior, junior links team members, and he's been in there, um, now he's a junior in high school, so he's been in there since seventh grade, so they do a lot for the community, um, and then uh, he's also a junior fire explorer, or fire explorer, and they also give back to the community, so we do a lot of, of giving back, and the same thing with my second son, Andrew, not my teenage or middle son. I'm, we never, I'm a middle child. So. We, we've never had that word, middle child. <laughs> yeah. I've never said that because yeah. everyone's like, oh, you're going to have a middle child. Right. I'm like, he's my second oldest or yeah. my second yeah, yeah. <laughs> Whatever way you want to look at it. So um, we, we've we all just done the same thing. He he got into Let It Be when he was in seventh grade, but it was just too hard for his schedule. Um, so he actually uh, does community theater, which, you know, they, they didn't get paid for that, but now he's so he'll, he'll do both, yeah. but I think that's also giving back to the community oh, for sure. as well, you know, because yeah. they're entertaining people. Um, and then we'll go and help feed the homeless. And we, um, there have been several Christmases where we've actually gone and helped to feed, not the homeless, but um, needy, I guess you can say. Very easy on how you say yeah. things. Um, and hand out Christmas presents too, so we've done that. And my youngest is a little too, he's in sixth grade, he's too young, his name's Adam. Um, to be in Let It Be yet, but he does plan on going in there, and um, I just I just always encourage them to get back, even though they are teenagers, they are boys, they do love their electronics, um, but as much as we can, we like to try to get back. Nice and nice. Yeah. Speaking of the community, what, what is your favorite part about our community? Uh, so, <laughs> it does go back to social media. And I might get a little teary-eyed about that. <laughs> I told you not to. I know. Oh, it's going to happen. I'm very emotional. Um, you know, it started off with Chino Hills Connections when a little boy, I don't know if you remember him, he died at, um, at the community park probably six years ago, maybe now. I don't know. Do you remember? Kind of rings a bell, yeah. He was playing at the park and just 
fell over and died. Um, and everybody was messaging me. What do I do? It was Valentine's Day. And I'm sitting at home with my family and I'm getting all these messages. People died, people died. It's going crazy on, on you know, Snapchat. What if you didn't, what if, what if you didn't die? And we're putting it out there. So yeah, I had to right. hold of all those posts. I had to get rid of them. I got involved in this family's life. I got involved in this family's life, but not really wanting to because I wanted to protect them. And the community, I don't remember how much it was, but the community got together and raised several thousands of dollars for this family. And we all got together, and, and not all of us, but a lot of people went to the funeral. Um, little kids. <laughs> um, the Little League and the baseball teams recognized him and remembered him. And it was, it was at that point that I realized how powerful our community is, even though we have, what do they call them, keyboard warriors? warriors. Yeah, even yeah, though we have keyboard warriors. Those are just a handful of people yeah. in the community. Yeah. For the most part, this community was pulled together at any time. That was the, the pivotal point that I saw. And since then, there have been so many other things like um, the young husband of Lexi who needed art and the things that our community did for that. And on on the same time of Lexi, there was Riley, um, who went to junior high with my son who had a brain aneurysm and they were both in the same hospital together and so when it comes to kids and and anybody else but when it really comes to our community especially kids this community rallies and i i think that is my favorite thing about this community we're going to take a light-hearted shift i know we're in roswell's but yeah. can you tell me what your favorite restaurant is in chino or chino oh. Okay, so is it okay to have a couple? Sure. Okay, so our family loves sushi, and we have a tradition for every birthday, every anniversary, every celebration, instead of going out for ice cream, we will go to, um, I think the name is Shima now, okay. it's over by Veterans Park, but it's gone through a lot of hands of owners, right. but we've always supported that sushi place. Um, I also, they had closed down, but I just recently heard that they're going to be coming back, as made me. Um, it was that one I love the place. It's a little bit pricey for me. However, I would um, take our two of admins there um, and, and thank them for helping out. Um, because we don't get paid, but I, I will do twice a year. I like to take them out. Yeah. Um, how, many, how many are there? Uh, well, actively, there's four of us later. We have a couple of other people that will come in here. Sure, yeah. Helpers. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> We've got, um, I don't. Is it okay to say Feel free, yeah. Laura Montague, our, our resident yeah. dog um, warrior, and uh, Tanya Santos. Um, she, I remember, uh, I didn't know who she was, but every time I would go to Wikipedia, she would stop me and be like, oh my gosh, did you see what happened? She was like, that person is where they need to go. Yeah. And so I really looked at her as someone who could help. And then um, Kathy Arada is also one a good friend of Laura's. And so we all have different personalities, yeah. which I think is perfect for that page. So, sure. you know, um, sometimes there's things that get deleted that I might not think is necessarily deletable, but, you know, we'll, we'll have communication yeah. about it. You know. But that was a really big sign. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry. Um, but then also in Chino, I have to give a shout out to Owens. It's not somewhere we can go all the time, but definitely love Chef James and Denise. 
and um, we'll we'll go there on occasion for anniversaries or celebrations, and they're just an amazing state for them too. We have yet to go there, but we always are trying to go, and yeah. we always think about last minute, and then well, you know, it's too you, late. You if know? you um, don't make a reservation, they have a bar area. Yeah, oh, so the, guys, like late night bar yeah. area, stuff like, yeah. And they'll yeah. do you'll do some sushi stuff. Yeah. So if you follow them on Facebook, you'll see a few people yeah. out there. Hey, like they might have some extra, make it sound busy, and yeah. they still have to go right. He's really nice. So good. good choices. Yeah. Okay. Um, if you could have a billboard in the middle of the 71 freeway, right in between Chino and Chino Hills, <laughs> what would it say? Oh. What would the image be? Okay. So I am a health coach, and um, in in the same scope of starting Chino Hills to help people, or Chino Hills Connections, I didn't start Chino Hills. <laughs> starting Chino Hills Connections to help people, um, I ended up getting sick myself and found um, a, a company that helped me get better um, through natural eating and a holistic approach. So I think my billboard would say, um, why wait for tomorrow what you can change today? And then put something like all natural, organic, healthy food, um, make it a lifestyle. Something like that. I'd, I'd perfect it, but I think something like that because I'm very passionate about helping one um, what's the best advice you ever given? Has nothing to do with community. Just so quick. Okay. So and you, you've lived that. Yeah. No, I never quit. If I decide something, I have a decided heart, and I don't quit just because things get hard. I mean, you know, in order to to succeed in life, you have to fail. Um, how do you learn if you don't fail? So if I give up and quit, then I'm only telling myself. <laughs> is there um, is there anything I should have asked you? Um, uh, we we know each other personally from before, and you know yes, I've learned a couple things today, which has been great. But is there anything I should have asked you? Is there any upcoming events or anything that you like a plug or anything like that? Um, what month are we? <laughs> Still in January. <laughs> January. 2020. I, well, you know, I am a very big supporter of the Let It Be, so they do have um, a run that they do in May, um, so that, that you've got a couple months to do that. And I hear you're running five days every day. Yeah, we got Run for Russ coming up this weekend as well. That's this weekend? I don't, yeah, that's this oh. weekend. I don't know if this is going to air by the time that happens, oh. but uh, yeah, that's We always support Run for Russ. I didn't realize it was right now. Yeah. Oh, we're going to have to. I'm going to have to talk to my kids. Uh, I'll be there. Um, awesome. I, yeah, I've seen you there in the past. Yeah. So Run for Russ and then the Let It Be 5K. And then I think they do a 10K as well. Um, and then I don't really know about What's going on because I'm I'm so focused on the students getting healthy. So. <laughs> but well, that's very important. Yeah, yeah. Bye. That's, that's perfect. Okay. Sorry. My bonus question, um, and I'm going to ask this at the end of every uh, interview, is I'm looking for other people to interview. So, who in the community would you recommend that I interview, and um, would you be able to introduce me to that person if I don't know them? Yes. Um, I, well, I'm gonna, I'm gonna guess you're person? gonna say, I'm gonna guess you're gonna say, can I ask for more than one person? Yeah, no, you can. Well, you know, Laura Montague. I mean, she is, she just, she has been nominated, um, uh, was it person of the year, woman, not woman of the year, but citizen of the year or whatever, yeah, yeah. a couple years ago. Yeah. I'm sorry, I'm not good with things like that. Um, and then I'll tell you, I'm, I'm not a political person, but, um, 
I really adore and admire Peter Rogers. I think he does a lot of great things for our community. And he's always there and very friendly and someone that you can always talk to. So I think I think those two people are incredibly uh, they're incredible pillars of our community. They're definitely two of you know the eight posts I believe that we need um, for life. I know Laura, obviously. Yeah, absolutely. You don't know Peter? You know? I, I know Peter, but I, we want one out personally. Yeah, I, absolutely. I would I would definitely message him or call him up and just be like, hey, can you have fun interview? Perfect. Well, I appreciate that. Yeah. Well, those are all the questions I have for today. Thank you so much for joining me. Thank you. And for being here for the first episode of Chino in the Hills. Chino in the Hills. Yeah. I'm honored. I love how that combines both Chino and Chino. Thank you. Bye. Hi, Thomas here. Thanks so much for listening in. And if you like what you heard, please be sure to subscribe to the channel. Also, if you have a suggestion for another person we should interview, or you would like to be interviewed, please be sure to send us a DM on our Instagram at Chino and the Hills. Thanks. Bye.